0: <laughs> yeah, <the whole laughs> Merry holidays. Welcome to this real take Russell talk special. <laughs> I don't
1: know if you're laughing or dying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Merry Holidays, Happy Christmas, and everything in between. I'm McHugh, as always, here <laughs> gifting you <laughs> this amazing holiday special of Real Take Russell. T- <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, as always, my co-host, the wonderful, the always festive, Trevor Sutton.
2: Hello, everyone. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Oh,
0: Merry Christmas to you too, sir!
2: How are you today, my
0: good man? Uh, oh, I'm good. Santa's got many presents in his sack to give to all the people out there. Unless you've been naughty, then you get a big lump from my sack—a big you know lump of coal.
2: You know what? I'm not touching that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, do you not want to? Yeah, no, you do not want to touch Santa's lumps, people. (laughs) Welcome back. This is already going off to a great start. Welcome back to the wrestling show, (laughs) where today we're definitely going wrong. Welcome back to Real Take Wrestle Talk. We got so much to talk about. AEW Holiday Bash. We got uh, so much weird stuff going on in WWE that's not as weird as what's about to happen. On this show, I can barely breathe behind this Santa costume. By the way, if you're not already watching on YouTube and you're listening to this on Spotify, you should definitely go check out the video version of this to see what what the hell I'm wearing. It's much I, look ridiculous. Like, I look like Dumbledore. Gryffindor! <laughs> <laughs> not... oh, you're a hairy wizard!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Merry Christmas to all the little girls and boys out there And everything uh, in between, whatever you identify as But we have so much to talk about The Owen in AEW We have uh, tribalism which Santa is a big no-no one We don't like tribalism in wrestling no, Stop being toxic, you little marks out there Anyway, so much to talk about, so please, please, please hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell, so you get notified whenever a new video is released. And also, remember, Real Take Sports is only 22 subscribers away from getting to 1,000 subs. And if you you subscribe today, and if we get to 1,000, Santa will read... How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, look at how I set that up. Aren't I smart? Santa ah. will read How the Grinch Stole Christmas live on Christmas Day on a stream on this channel in the Anthony Hopkins voice. <laughs> so please tell your kids, tell your wives, tell your cousins. Somebody tell my mama we are got we've got to get there kids Uh, MK Osborne in the chat is already here (laughs) here, and he says that's is that a cough or is that Santa being jolly we don't know MK Osborne in the chat says dang dang cousin it is festive is MK Osborne your cousin no I don't know who that is (laughs) damn sure it's my cousin um but (laughs) We're all family on Chris. Oh, oh, oh. oh, and he also says, Ho to the ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Ho ho ho. Ho, ho. And a, ho, ho, ho. And a bottle of liking, sharing, and subscribing. We have not talked about wrestling at all, and we are damn near
2: five damn near,
0: minutes in. in. ho, oh, what a wonderful wrestling podcast this is turning into. Oh, Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. Let's start by talking about. The one, the only, the jolliest, the nicest person to ever make Santa's list. Hollywood Cody Rhodes. Hollywood Cody Rhodes will be. This is gonna look hilarious when I clip this. Like,
2: <laughs> oh, it's gonna look absolutely hilarious. This whole thing oh, is gonna
0: be funny. It's gonna be funny as shit. Funny as shit. <laughs> like, absolutely funny as shit. Oh, anyway. So AEW Holiday Bash is just around the corner. They're going to have a two-night event. Night one on Wednesday night. It is going to be on a live dynamite. Malachi Black taking on Griff Garrison in a singles match to defend the honor of Julia Hart. Then we have CM Punk, Sting, and Darby Allin taking on FTR and MJF, yes, he has definitely made Santa's naughty list. And we have Orange Cassidy taking on Adam Cole in a match that not enough people are talking about. Santa is very mad about that. And Nyla Rose versus Ruby Soho Destination. A really good match for in the TBS tournament championship tournament. And then Taping the same night, but airing on (laughs) Santa's favorite day, Christmas. Because he finally gets to put his feet up and rest for once in the year. And it's going to be Sammy Gamora defending the TNT Championship against my favorite wrestler, Cody Rhodes. Uh, And there's also going to be Hook, who has made Santa's naughty list. For one reason only. That is because he did not tell Santa that he was going to be wrestling on Rampage. Santa does not watch Rampage. Santa does Santa is Santa is busy. Santa has a life on Friday night, sir. I'll have you know. I'll have you know. I'll have you know. Hook will be taking on Bear Bronson. But let's talk about the match that everyone wants to talk about. On Christmas Day, Cody Rhodes will be taking on Sammy Guevara for the AEW TNT Championship. I have a question for you, Trevor. What do you think happens in this match? There's a lot of people who think that this could be a potential spot where Cody could win. And that could be the start of the Hollywood Cody Rhodes heel turn. What do you think about that? I was thinking the
2: same thing honestly. That that's kind of what I've been thinking this whole time. I'm thinking that that's what happens. Like he becomes he wins the he wins the belt, gets the belt back and becomes does the the whole Hollywood you know, Hollywood heel turn. Cuz it's he's been hinting to it for months. I mean, it's it's going to happen sooner or later.
0: Yes, <sighs> he has been hinting at this for months. And for those who don't know, Cody Rhodes has has not only been hinting at this, he's been dropping, he, he's he been trolling us. He put yes. himself through fire the other week on, on Dynamite solely because when you boo him in like two weeks or whenever he decides to turn heel, when you boo him, he can just say, after everything I did for you people, you still boo me? I yes. set myself on fire. He'll show up the scars and he'll be like, you still boo me. Like the heat, Trevor. The heat. It it'll be resonating harder than it is resonating out of my beard right now, uh, but but it is going to be insane. I love it. I hope it happens because there's nothing more heelish or delusional than Cody Rhodes talking himself into the into a main event match with Sammy Guevara for the TNT Championship, and then winning the championship, booking himself to win. And then talking about how he is the greatest champion in AEW, in AEW, like there's nothing more healed than that, nothing more delusional than that, and, and you know, Arn Anderson's gonna fit into it as well. Of
2: course, of course he is. I mean, it's one of those things where it would be like the perfect, the perfect setup. You know what I mean? Like setting yourself up the window belt, setting yourself up to be to, to turn the turn his heel, and like pretty much like you say using the fact that you went through fire. I mean, he's hinted at it by walking through the villain the 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 heel side of of the of the ramp. He's done it. Like he's as you see, he's starting to enjoy people booing him. He smiles every time it happens. So I I I think it's the perfect time to do it.
0: Santa does not like the heel ramp. Only naughty people who want coal for Christmas take the heel ramp. <laughs> Apparently. There are no parents in Santa's world. But the one thing <laughs> that is for sure, one thing that is a spoiler, as one of Santa's least favorite managers, Paul Haven would say, spoiler, is that Cody Rhodes will win the TNT championship. I truly believe this. I think that, and I think the fact that it's also a taped rampage show i think the fact that it's a tape rampage show on christmas in greensboro aew does this thing where even if it it sounds like it shouldn't happen they want to make these types of things special because like a holiday bash or 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 other things in the past in wcw's history happening from the greensboro coliseum where where wcw used to hold christmas day events these used to be special things and tony khan and cody Rhodes have made it known that they want to call back to those special things and make these types of events special. Make things like, you know, uh, Winter is Coming, a special event. Make, make right. these things must-see. There's no better way than to make a Christmas Day rampage, which a lot of people actually might not be out because of the whole Rona that's spreading around. There's nothing that would make it more special than to have Cody win on a tape show knowing that he's going to win, people are going to tune into that match. Oh, absolutely. Huh. That's going to put butts in the seat. <laughs> like that line. That line got Tony Schiavone many lumps of coal from Santa's sack.
2: <laughs> you keep talking about your sack. I feel I'm
0: concerned. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> Santa has a present for you in his sack. Uh, you can keep it. <laughs> I will tell you one thing. It is definitely not a PS5, Ryan Woodridge. I don't know why he's... Ryan Woodridge says, hi, bro, you should give away a PS5 when you get to 1,000 subs. Ryan Woodridge, I would have to have money to buy myself a PS5. A PS5, exactly. I'll give, I will give away a PS2. We we can do a PS2. We, I will give away a ps Actually, no, I will not part with my PS2. My PS2 is I one of away my away a clients, PS
2: actually- game. <laughs> I'll give away a PS game.
0: You will get a play. You will, get, you will be allowed to play. Oh uh, let's get to the chat Oh <laughs> um, cc has joined the chat and says hey santa hello and his little hey. elf oh you're a little elf where are your I'm little elf. ears at where are your ears at son uh, uh, ryan woodridge in the chat says you look like harry Santa Potter. Already made that joke. I'm a hairy wizard. Uh, Raven's Flock said, Let's get this man to 1,000 subs. Thank you, Raven's Flock. Liam says, Santa came early because I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Merry oh, Merry Christmas. Oh, Le- uh, Ryan in the chat says, Hi, Ryan." You should know I'm not doing that, Ryan. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Liam in the chat says, Merry Christmas. Liam says, Why is your voice half Indian and half German? It's ba- I'm- okay. Breaking KFAB real quick. Damn, that's this is hot. Uh, I'm basically trying to do the South Park version of Santa, and if you listen to yeah, how I he know. talks, it, it's, it's exactly. Yeah. Like this. I mean, oh, it's, this looks really weird. Hilarious. This is oh. <laughs> no. hey, hey. Mm. Yeah, we got. Oh, this is a Southern Santa. <laughs> 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 I'm like the Briscoes' grandfather. Oh, yeah, well, his
1: name's my boys.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, this is this is deceptive. Uh. 14 minutes in, we barely t- touched one topic. <laughs> uh, LMAO, German Santa. Ryan says, hi, bro. What is your thoughts on Vince maybe firing Austin Theory? Oh, we'll get to that. I have a segment about this uh, in a minute. But before we get to any of that, Trevor, what else are you looking forward to in Holiday Bash?
2: Oh, man. uh us Of course, this match. Of course, the Cody Rose match. Um, like you said before, no one's paying more uh, enough attention to the the Adam Cole and uh, uh, Orange Cassidy. You know, I love Freshly Squeeze. I'm a great, I'm a big fan of Orange Cassidy. I think it's gonna be a great match. I can't wait to see it. Still there? Oh, is that good? I mean, uh, let's see that. Oh, actually, Ruby Soho and um, Nala Rose. I'm actually looking forward to. that. You make me sad. <laughs> That's Horn Santa. Horn hey, Santa.
0: Santa does not. Santa does not want to make you sad. But uh okay. no. Me me room so you, I, I might need to actually take this off
2: pretty soon. But continue. Yeah, I, I, dude. I I don't understand hey, how you're
0: keeping it on. So far. I think. Okay, no. I have a. I have a serious question. <laughs> I love how I'm saying this. I have a serious question for you though, Trevor. Um. Okay. So. And so we're seeing this Malachi Black thing happening, right? Where he seems to be, you know, infecting people. He seems to be adding people. We just basically saw Brody King, who we believe to be Brody King, uh, get kind of inaugurated or whatever into his his cult or whatever or his stable. The the what's it called? Uh, the House of Black, right? So. Yeah. What do you think about this? What do you think about the way Malachi Black has brought members into the House of Black by spraying them with mist and then, you know, them being possessed or or what have you or, or being beholden to him? What do you think about the way it's worked out with Julia Hart, uh, the person we assume to be Brody King, maybe Dante Martin? And that kind of explains how he's been conflicted with his decision making, maybe even Cody Rhodes, because remember, Cody got f- sprayed with the mist. And ever so since he- then, what's been happening? He's been conflicted with how he feels. So, what do you yep, think about Malachi Black and the House of Black, and how this all playing out? You know, as we've talked about before,
2: AEW has done one. If AEW has done one thing right, it's been storytelling. That they, they have been able to tell an amazing story. Um, I, whether whether it's been drawn out for months or years, they've been able to tell a very good story. And if this is what's happening. If if they're doing you know doing this, how people get infected by the mess and becoming part of his stable or whatever, it's a great way to tell tell a great story. Because if Cody Rhodes or when Cody Rhodes wins, you know might, might start seeing more you know more of that. And um, dude, it is also just genius the, the way it happened. It, it's just amazing. It's just, it's a great way of happening. Like. I mean if this is what they're you know what they're doing, like it's absolutely ingenious.
0: Absolutely. I agree too. And and the the way he makes people conflict, that's what I'm like think, Like it's a long-term build. Because right. even Cody Rhodes doesn't have to become a member of the House of Black, right? But the fact right. that he got sprayed with the mist, and ever since then he's been he's been more so like kind of playing this this the toe in this line, I should say, between heel and face. Uh, the fact that we've seen, you know, Brody King, like we said, uh, Julia Hart now, maybe they're they're gonna be able to do basically what they should have done with Alexa Bliss, what WWE should have done with Alexa Bliss, and hopefully better. Um, like, like there's so much to do. And it's just an again, ever-expansive thing. And you know what the best part is? All these people who say, "Oh, AEW have too much talent. Not everyone can be world champion." You're right. Not everyone can be world champion. But you know what everyone can do, or if, it can, or it can be allowed to do in the AEW? Tell good, long-term Story. stories. There we go, buddy. Long-term True. stories that mean something, that matter, that world build, that gets you invested. I'm invested in the House of Black. I'm invested in, in uh, Malachi Black and what his story is, even though he's not even chasing a title, he's not chasing anything right now, he's out there getting members to his society so that whenever he wants to face a uh, for title, whenever he does want to challenge or, or ramp up the challenge, he's got backup. And you know what, that, Trevor? That makes total sense. He's got a following now. It makes yeah. 100% sense. It's not like, you know, well, goddamn God. pal. <laughs> Santa Definitely gave Vince McMahon call. Uh, it's, like, it's not like you know. Oh, goddamn, pal! What are we gonna do? We're gonna get. We're gonna get,
1: Biggie, and pair him with,
0: with Austin Theory. Well, why? Well, why do they have to be together, Vince? I don't give a shit. It doesn't have to make sense. They're
1: gonna watch me. They're gonna watch me.
0: See? See? That doesn't make sense. But it doesn't. But when you have a man spitting in people's face and misting in people's face, it does. Okay. Wrestling logic, people. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is released. This is more of a serious thing, so I'm going to take at least the... Uh... Oh, my God. Dude, I look like like an old hippie right now. Yeah, like... hippie Santa I know. Shaka, right Shaka Bra. Oh, people are going to be so confused when they see... Whatever the hell I'm wearing in the next segment. But, guys, if you haven't already, hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is released. we got daily videos on WWE, AEW, the NFL, the NBA, and much, much more weekly podcasts and a lot more stuff. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, too. Right now, we are just 22 subscribers away from 1K. So, please do that. Um... We'll get to the chat in just a second after this next segment because I know this is something you care deeply about, Trevor. I know this is something that we've invested a lot of time in talking about, and that is Owen Hart and Owen Hart's legacy. So, so let's talk about that very quickly. Um, AEW announced this week the format for the Owen. It's going to be two tournaments, one uh, male's tournament, one female tournament, that is going to culminate in crowning uh, the winners of the Owen Hart Cups at aew double or nothing in may and you know martha hart's going to be on hand it's in partnership with the owen hart foundation and it has a lot of people talking trevor put this into context as someone who's who's been an owen hart fan for a very long time you watched him while he was still alive and who you've kept up with this whole story for such a long time put this in the context in as far as owen hart's legacy goes how big is this
2: it's huge it's 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 absolutely huge um, there are some fans who are conflicted who believe it's just a cash grab, <clears throat> Um who believe that it's Martha trying to cash in on something and whatever have you, but it's it's huge. It's, it's ab- absolutely huge. The uh, WWE didn't give him the respect he deserved. It, it, it's amazing that Tony Khan is reaching out and honestly wanting to... To 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 do something that represents something someone who was absolutely amazing in the ring, amazing outside the ring, great guy, father, brother, like he was he was a great guy. Like like I, I remember seeing him live, one of my first wrestling events. Like Owen Hart was was one of my favorite wrestlers, and, and this this means a lot to all his fans. I'm sure it means a lot to me, and I'm sure it means a lot to his family.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, and I, I mean, you know, it, like, that's why I want to get your context as far as being an Owen Hart fan, as, as someone who who not only watched him, but, you know, we all, as we all do, like, we watch wrestlers, and, you know, you admire them, and, like, Owen was, like, an easy wrestler to admire, his story, him being the little brother and, and still being the only one on the roster who, at times, was able to outshine Bret Hart, uh, yeah. It, it 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 just speaks volumes of who he was and and at that time it was as a person, um, and and it's great that he's getting that his name is getting mentioned again in pro wrestling. I think that's great. It, it was, and and you're right. The one thing that people kind of want to go to on the internet because everyone loves to go for low hanging fruit on the internet. Uh, everyone right. wants to go to the fact. Oh my God, Martha Hart is cashing in on her husband's legacy. Like, dude, like. First of all, one low-hanging fruit don't go there. But two, if you're going to go there, speak facts about the situation. Again, if you don't know about what happened, and 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 all the de- and not even all the details, just look at what happened. Someone died. A, a imagine this. Someone at your company died, and the boss told everyone not only keep working, and and your boss was the one who basically. Like, you, like, I'm not going to get into that. I'm not trying to get sued. But the point is, the, the, the real point is, it, it is it is wrong to blame Martha Hart for yeah. choosing the way she wants to honor her husband. It is wrong for blaming Owen Hart's children for choosing the way they wish to honor their father. It is wrong for us who are not related to Owen Hart, who are not related to Martha Hart, who are, who, whose only connection to the Hart family is we watch them do their job, it is wrong for us to think that we have any reason to weigh in on that personal matter. That's their decision. Martha Hart has vast disagreements for some very good reasons with WWE. That is between Martha Hart and WWE, and it's an open and shut case. All right, her husband died in the ring at an event that was being held by that company. You don't like, it, I, I'm not going to blame her for wanting nothing to do with that company. All right, so and neither should I mean, you. There's so many fans like I've seen so many just absolutely idiotic takes on this over the past week. It's it's
2: it's been stupid. Like in the main, the main one I've been hearing was oh. Martha needs to stop being selfish and allow WWE to honor him. They didn't honor him in the first place. And again WWE, about-
0: you know what WWE's gonna do? Oh, goddamn <laughs> Well, You know what WWE WWE's gonna do? They're gonna put him in the Hall of Fame, which exactly. we all know is a is a is a token type of thing. They put whoever they want in the Hall of Fame. They don't put whoever they don't want in the Hall of Fame. Like it it's it's a publicity thing. It's to sell tickets, sell merch, all that stuff. They're gonna make a DVD. And tell their own narrative of the story they're going to yeah. do all that stuff they're they're and they're going to cash in on it at least at least with this there's going to be some good coming out of it and you know what it may if it makes owen hart's family feel good if it if they feel satisfied then so should we
2: exactly i mean like like you said we don't know How Martha feels like, I mean, I'm pretty sure she feels ostracized, ostracized and alienated because she was pretty much alone. Like she was on her own. Her and her children were on their own in this fight. And again, I'm not going to get too much into it because, again, we don't want to get sued. But if you really want to know the story, go watch Dark Side of the Ring.
0: Oh, my God. If if you watch Dark Side of the Ring, the Owen Hart story and and. I think that's it. Like you know, it's an open and shut type of thing yeah. as as far as th- that case goes. But it is going to be great to see the Owen Hart Cup. I'm excited to see it. Ryan Woodridge is also excited to see it. So excited as fa- in fact that he said that Bret Hart should wrestle in the Owen Hart Tournament. Um. Yeah, uh, Ryan. I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, yeah, it's not happening, buddy. That's not happening. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, last time I heard he was. Wasn't able to wrestle. Yeah, he hasn't been able to wrestle since 2000. Unless you want to call um, whatever that shit was at WrestleMania 26 versus Vince McMahon. A match, but it wasn't. Not sure
2: what
0: that was. Ryan Woodridge in the chat asks, When is Goldberg's contract ending with WWE? Never, oh, brother. We signed Goldberg to a to a me contract, brother. Legends. No, Goldberg, I think, is going to be with WWE for a while. He's going there. He's going to be there for a very long time because I I just don't see anyone. I don't see anyone paying him the amount of money that he would want to wrestle. There's no one else who who would do that. Uh, I I think it's only WWE, and they're going to try him out for Saudi Arabia because the Saudis love themselves some Goldberg for, apparently. Uh, they do apparently. Apparently, apparently. Um, Ryan also says I would like to see Goldberg go to AEW and win the title from Cody. You, you would. Uh, well, they have a video game coming out, so you can definitely do that in there. Uh, Cody <laughs> would. Uh, Cody would get the TNT title. I'm reading these backwards. I just realized. Uh Hello. Yeah, it'd be like that. Um, and Ryan says. Yep, Austin Theory will be fired next week if he loses on Raw. We'll talk about that because Vince apparently loves to fire people both in shoot and kayfabe. It is... You didn't watch Raw, did you?
2: Uh, I didn't get a taste, dude. Oh,
0: buddy. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. you lucky you. You you missed a whopper. You missed a whopper <laughs> of the show. Well, but we'll get into that, but... Before we do, guys, hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is released. Uh, let's stick with WW or let's stick with AEW, I should say, and talk about um, something that might happen on, on Holiday Bash, and that is Trevor a surprise debut. Could we see a surprise <laughs> debut? <laughs> do you? What do you? Ooh, let's talk about it though. Um. Anyway. Oh. So last we week, oh, there we go. Oh, God, that hurt my ear. There we go. Oh, oof, oof. This is, I got to choose one. Either it's going to be on or off. There's no middle ground here. Kind of like Congress. Anyway. um. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Oh, oh, oh. Wrong is, channel. Oh, yes. Is there a surprise <clears throat> in store for the Young Bucks? Does Santa have a gift in his sack? To give the Young Bucks on Wednesday night Holiday Bash. Let's talk about it. Is Kyle O'Reilly going to be debuting at Holiday Bash on Dynamite? That's the question on everyone's mind. Adam Cole last week, he had Adam Cole last week said that he had a present for the Young Bucks awaiting them at AEW Holiday Bash on Dynamite, and a lot of people have been speculating. Trevor, could this present be the debut? of Mr. Guitar Hero himself, Kyle O'Reilly. His contract with WWE is up. He's gone. He's a free agent. He can sign wherever he wants, whenever he wants. And a lot of people said, why not bring him in now? Make Holiday Bash Night 1 special. Make it must-see. Do you think Kyle O'Reilly will debut tonight?
2: Tonight or tomorrow?
0: Bro, just go with it. Okay, gotcha. Um, I was
2: like, wait. confused. Um... It's possible. It's, it's definitely possible. Dude, do you know the pop he would get if that happened? <clears throat> oh, my God. That would be amazing. But I I think it's time. If you're going to do it, do it now. Like, why not? I mean, there's nothing else back. He definitely is a free agent. He can sign whatever he wants. You don't have to wait for that 90-day contract up. Sign him. Why not?
0: It would be great. It makes a lot of sense for them to do it because it would allow you time, too, to kind of build up the the whole elite versus the undisputed era angle and Adam Cole being forced yeah. to choose. Like they, That's what I'm more excited about, the the story and how yeah. it's going to build. So my thing is just get it over with, have him debut. It makes perfect sense to do it. And, you know, Kylo Riley's is already going to be an overact the day, day he gets there. It is oh, going absolutely. to... It's going to add to this whole dynamic that they have with the elite and and Bobby fish right now. Cause remember Bobby fish, they made a point about it. The young bucks made a point about it. Bobby fish is not a part of the elite. They want everyone to every week. They remind us because like Bobby fish is standing next to Adam Cole in every elite promo they do. And the elites like, yeah, next week the elite and Bobby fish are going to kick your ass. And it's just like, and Bobby Fish, you know, he, he hesitates for a second, but then he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, we're totally going to kick their butt. You know, but that slight hesitation, they're hinting towards something. Eventually, there's going to be the breakup. There's going to be the breakup. The first piece for that happening and, and the undisputed, and us getting that that amazing trios match, undisputed era versus the elite. The first step, Trevor, has got to be Kyle O'Reilly coming over and, it's a no-brainer. It's going oh, yeah. to happen. It's
2: going to happen. It's going to happen. But does Kenny Omega come back or does Kenny Omega still Eventually.
0: Oh, you give Kenny yeah. time. Like you get like, you can wait till all out if you want to bring Kenny back. Like just right. I want to see how this builds. I I think this is going to be an amazing build cuz I want yeah, them it's to a tag great with, story. With, I want I want to have those 5 on 5 tag team or those 6 on 6 tag team matches or whatever it's going to be, right? It's going to be 5 on 5 actually. Right. So those five yes. Those those 10-man tag team matches with Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, and the Young Bucks. Have them team up for like three, four, five months, however long Kenny Omega's out. And then right. when Kenny Omega makes his grand return, have the Undisputed Era go onto Santa's Naughty List and turn their backs on the elite. Turn the elite faces. Everyone wants to cheer them anyway. Like they're done being Pretty heels. It, it's over. They they were heels for the Kenny Omega story and now they're done. They're over yeah. as they're over as hell.
2: Yeah, I agree. I totally agree like <clears> that you did what you did. You got them over. I mean people uh cheer them anyway right now like even though they're heels. So like honestly, just just turn them turn them, you know, turn them uh, back faces and Let's see him fight the, the Undisputed Era. Because it's going to be fun. It's going to be a whole lot
0: of fun. Santa went to rock school. Uh, the school of rock. Guys, if you haven't already gotten tired of Santa and his lame jokes, hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is released. Trevor, let's go do some... A uh, little, little bit of a mixed bag here. And I kind of want to... I want to get serious about this. Let's
1: yeah, this one little, is
0: kind this of this one is a little yeah. more serious. So let's uh, all right. Well, well, why don't you read out a chat or two while we uh while I fix myself?
2: I don't think we have yeah we
0: don't have any. All right. Well, I fixed myself anyway. So, um, let's talk about this because this was something that kind of kind of took the internet. I don't want to say by storm because that sounds a little cliched and and, and dramatic, but. It it really got people talking. And that is the growing tribalism that exists between AEW and WWE. You know, we'll talk about the Andrew Zarian report in a second because that did make a lot of waves on the Internet. But Trevor, is there too much tribalism? Is there too much side picking? Is there too much AEW versus WWE kind of discourse and discussion on the Internet? And has it gotten to a toxic level um, you know, I think we're, we're both going to answer yes to those questions. Uh, yes, Absolutely. it has. and There is too much. I think the question is really uh, what. Why does it happen so easily? You know, is it because we as a people are kind of very, very trigger happy in, in that respect? And and what is that line? Like like cuz like there's there I feel like there's good fun, you know, in this whole AEW versus WWE stuff, but a lot of times people line step, you know, habitually. They're habitual line steppers. So, what is that line you think as far as, you know, leaning into okay, this is like acceptable, oh, but this is bad, you know?
2: You know, <clears throat> I find that especially most of the like things that I read on the internet or whatever, especially involving wrestling. I, like, look, part of what you said, I believe that uh, as a people, we are too confrontational. Mm. And we uh, and we also, like, when it comes to certain sides, we're also creatures of habit. So when, you know, WWE, regardless how bad it is, it's been, it's been the company to watch for years. AEW, New Kid on the Block. I'm not gonna say anything positive about it. Whether I see anything positive about it at all, I'm gonna not gonna say anything positive about it. Mm. I'm WWE through and through. If it makes, if it like starts controversy, if it starts something, I'm gonna talk shit about this company. Like, you see, you all, you you see negative shit about real things about wrestlers, like when John Moxley. Did you know or, uh, or
0: that, that ridiculous Sammy Guevara Ty Conti thing that happened this past week? Yeah, it's,
2: it's just it's just ridiculous. Like you say, the, the line the line is already here, but people have started to set it up here because it's getting worse. It's getting worse and worse. You, you hear people like you say you see negative things about people saying telling wrestlers uh, like
0: kill themselves or joking about mental health. And, you know, it it's it's ridiculous. The the thing that I think bothers me the most is how easily people jump into that type of thing and, and think it's okay to like you know, like I talked about line stepping. They they think it's okay to just oh, well they brought they brought it up to here, right? Like someone else like, okay, Tony Khan sends out a tweet and does a little shot at WWE, all right? He brings it down to, like, maybe a two, three, four, all right? Let's say he brings it up to a 4. Someone feels the immediate need to bring it up to a 10 or vice versa. You know, WWE might take a shot by posting a YouTube video of Kenny Omega, you know, on the week of All Out, which they did, which is fine. Do right. it. Get those views. I'm 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 all about getting those views on here, but but then you'll see people like be like, oh my god, WWE's clout chasing off AEW, and then people accelerate off that, and I think that's kind of what happens in the wrestling community. We 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 are just it's weird because there are so many fans. I think that that just that just watch like their stuff and they'll like it or they won't. There's stuff in WWE I really like. Granted, there's a lot of stuff I don't really like, you know, right. and I try to focus on both. That's how I have a show where I do try to focus on both. I wish the company would let me have some positive stuff and vice versa. AEW. We talk a lot about positivity in AEW. We talk a lot about negativity in AEW as well because there's good and bad things about both. It, it, it is. It's like it, it's like what's that line? The 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 pot calling the kettle black or whatever it it's 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 that exactly people are like oh my brand has no problems and your brand has all the problems and and all that jazz and i'm like it's it's fine if it's like in the context of if we're watching both shows go head to head right and we're just sending we're shooting the shit texting each other back and we're friends that's fine man like like we know we got lines they're, right. Like, the, the amount of crap you see online from wrestling fans, like, oh,
1: AEW can't even crack a million. And these brain-dead idiots who watch AEW need to go blah, blah,
0: blah. Like, like and, and vice versa. You You'll see AEW yeah. people do it. But it is just so moronic and weird, Trevor. It's weird. It is so weird the way people try to escalate these types of situations. And it's only getting worse, which is why, like, you know i i I don't even feel like I don't even feel like like people need to people need to like stop tweeting about wrestling or whatever but I, I think like it's just unhealthy for some people to be to be obsessing about it this much because there are just some people I think that are just not going to be happy there are genuinely yeah. some people out there who are not going to be happy with anything they see in pro wrestling
2: no they're not, and you're absolutely right. Like you have your <clears throat> you have your fans that are just haters on everything, no matter what, <clears throat> like promo or anything that was great. They're still gonna be like, oh, that wasn't good. That was it was okay, but I've seen better. Like it's just nothing is good. Like nothing is great. Or anything like, like you said, like it's just. Oh it's okay my me.
1: That MJF promo, that MJF CM Punk promo, was not as good as CM Punk's promo in 2006 at this indie show I went to that nobody else saw. <laughs> Mark. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. It, it's I'm, ridiculous. Well, there I, mean, I am. I'm doing
0: it too. I'm bringing it up to a ten. This <laughs> like, like I think you're right. We as a people are just screwed. <laughs> Yeah, we are. Absolutely. Fucking- <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas, Marks. We're fucked. Um, I do actually, though, want to talk a little more on a more serious note, I guess. Uh, there was a report that came out from Andrew Zarian of the Matt Wrestling Podcast. And Andrew Zarian, by the way, Andrew does a lot of great work. Um, He reported something about, you know, feelings in WWE uh, about the Jacksonville Jaguars, of course, who are owned by Shad Khan, who's Tony Khan's father. So, the Jacksonville Jaguars fired Urban Meyer, right? Jacksonville fired Urban Meyer, and there are apparently feelings in WWE. And we're talking about the growing tribalism. I'll just actually read out Andrew Zarian's report. So... In a tweet last week, Andrew Zarian of the Matman Wrestling Podcast noted that Jacksonville Jaguars' decision to fire head coach Urban Meyer is apparently heavily discussed amongst uh, people in WWE. Which, and, and and for the reason it's discussed, is apparently kind of stupid because apparently there are people who are trying to equate. What the Jags did, and of course, Tony Khan, his father owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's also an executive with the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're trying to equate what the Jags did with Urban Meyer to what WWE is doing with all of these releases um, the, and you know and the report apparently went on to say and there were many people online who echoed those sentiments but the report went on to say uh, with that there seems to be a divide happening in, with talent in both companies spoken to multiple sources yesterday and they feel like many would not go to the other side if the opportunity was there Either your team WWE or your team AEW for many went on to say a few weeks ago I had mentioned that both sides feel in full competition with each other. Many are, are Team WWE and many are Team AEW. Some say this is still full tribalism. So Zarian kind of put it all out there. First, what do you think about the the comparison, right? The comparison that AEW fire or sorry, Jacksonville Jaguars, who are not AEW, fired Urban Meyer. And comparing that to the WWE releases. What do you make of that? And again, Andrew Zarian did not say that. He talked about that being a narrative. So what do you think about that?
2: Like you said, that's kind of stupid. Like, you're jealous that we did something negative just to match your negative? That's, That's dumb. Like, I mean, first off, the firing of Urban Meyer had nothing to do with anything
1: else.
0: Budget it, Yeah, nothing to do with budget cuts. The dude kicked an employee. Kick,
1: he assaulted exactly. a player. He assaulted a player. He did nothing for it. He did
2: nothing for the team. Let's, let's just be honest. Like, he did not help the Jacksonville Jaguars not one bit.
0: <sighs> I think that so, team regrets. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, it, this gets me. Heat. It's a dumb thing and I really want to quickly get away with it. If you genuinely want to compare... Urban Meyer getting fired by the by the Jacksonville Jaguars, which, alright, you can say they're in some way associated with AEW. All right, I, I get that much. They, they are in some ways associated, right? But if you want to you want to compare that to WWE not only releasing tens of upon tens upon tens of wrestlers during a pandemic, but employees, you wanna compare those two things like they're equal in any way. It is not true. You need to under you. If you think that's true, you need to, I don't know what you need to do. You need to read. You need to start reading more. You need to educate <laughs> yourself stupid. about basic fundamental logic. If you're, if if that's how your brain works and you are just everything, you have to spin everything into an either anti WWE or anti AEW thing. That is just dumb. Stop doing it. Secondly, so, 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 Urban Meyer deserved to get fired, assaulted an employee, was a yep. detriment to the team, started benching many of the best players on the team, was hurting the team. That's why he got fired, all right? Exactly. Secondly, the tribalism that is growing, apparently in the locker rooms we, we we've seen it before. It happened during the Monday night wars. there were there was that sentiment that you were team w w e or team a e w. Yeah. And I think that's true to an extent. I feel like, and then you could definitely say it about people in AEW. I feel like there's a lot of people in AEW or Team AEW or die. Like, like John Moxley just wrote a book where, where, where like a good like like I want to say one fourth of it is just him just talking about how he did not think his time in WWE was pleasant and saying some unpleasant things about some people in, in WWE, uh, most notably Kevin Dunn, which, Oh my God, read the book. It is, it's, I haven't, I haven't read all of it. Read that. What, what he said about Kevin Dunn was insane, but, um, so 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 there's that I I I think there exists definitely on there from WWE's side. I I I definitely see people being team WWE. Seth Rollins.
1: <laughs> we're WWE, we're the future, the now, then forever. <laughs> I'm Seth
0: Rollins. Yeah, you I totally see Seth Rollins being that. He's done that. He's tweeted about it. So, yeah, yeah. so so that's true. That is true. That's true. It happens. But you know what, Trevor? It only happens until it doesn't. Because at the end of the day, man, when either WWE or AEW put that good green in front of you, when they put yep. that money in front of you, Trevor, it, it's going to be hard to say. Now, when 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 MJF comes up, his contract comes up, and WWE offers him a boatload of money, and if AEW doesn't match that, it's going to be hard for him to turn that money down vice versa for anyone else like there's like there's specific talent there will be a bidding war force uh, soon enough um and i think that's fine like and if the talent want to be tribal about it i think that's fine because you know why though because they have a vested interest in being tr- tribal about it us fans exactly. our vested interest stops when the show ends my g the show's over it's fine it's just chill out it's not that deep all right, but if you're out here and you're complaining about, you know, oh my God, so what a trash show. Okay, cool, trash show, or and then you want to go uh, throw ad hominem attacks at specific people for no reason, like the the oh, the Ty Conti, Sammy Guevara, and Pam thing that bothered me so much. Yeah, the yeah, fact that too. the fact that there are people out there who would, and I don't want to give it any more attention than this, the fact that there are people out there who would make, who think that they are are free to talk about someone's personal life and just make stuff up not even report on it not even talk make right. stuff up make stuff up no nope. it, 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 it is insane disgusting if you do that shame on you get better yeah the
2: whole, the whole thing made no sense like the as much fun as I have with wrestling and, and happy to be part of the community. It's one of the most toxic communities possible.
0: Oh, yeah. Pat McAfee literally said the same thing uh, on his podcast. He did recently. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, the rest of the the community is completely, completely toxic.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And you know who's not toxic, though? This Real Take community that we've built. We are almost at 1,000. We are 21 subscribers away From 1,000 subs here on YouTube. Let's get us there. Hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification button. And remember, if we get to 1,000 subscribers before Christmas Day, Santa will read this wonderful book, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, live here on YouTube on Christmas Day. In the Anthony Hopkins voice, or as best an Anthony Hopkins voice as I can do. Uh, so, if you want to see that garbage, please, please, please subscribe. Um, also, hit that like button. All that jazz. Trevor, do we have any questions in the chat?
2: Uh, let's see. I shut down one of my computers, sorry. And I want to apologize because I am a little sick. So, Oh, he's not me?
0: the only one. Me, He's not the only one, buddy. <sighs> so, but uh,
2: let's check it out. Cause I, like I said, I shut down the, my other computer for a second. Oh,
0: it's okay, it's okay, Santa. Yo, know, just give Santa a second. Here, Trevor, why don't you do this? What's something in wrestling you're really enjoying? We'll do that instead.
2: Okay. Um, it's great that you mentioned that. Um, so you know me, I love my, uh, I love my uh, um, indie wrestling, and um, I love my indie wrestling. I love, you know, watching indie wrestling and love. Looking at new promotions and things like that, so there's a promotion over in um, in uh, North Carolina, PWF, and I'm pretty sure people have have definitely you know seen it or whatever um, that live in that area anyway. And um, if you're familiar with Kobe Carino and Steve Carino, they've both performed in this promotion. Uh, actually, I think Steve Carino has something to do with talent or actually training some of the stars um adam mr. cole is also mr
0: wrestling three
2: my man <laughs> adam cole has actually um been through there a couple times but um when i was when i was in this summer i believe i told everybody told you i went to ohio and i went to ohio when i was at a family reunion i met a young man named uh, malik matthews hmm. his brother's name is uh Ma- malcolm Very nice young men, very good guys, and they um they they love wrestling. Malik has a natural talent to it, and he and recently, Malik just has just um become one of one of W the W what did I say (laughs) PWF PWF yeah yeah, PWF's um top talent. He got star top star of the year, and um. And I, I told him when I met him, if he if he makes makes it big or he's in there a little bit, I'll mention him on the podcast. And you you lived up your your side of the bargain. Here's mine. So congratulations oh. to you, buddy. <laughs> I hope to see more.
0: Oh, I don't have the beard on. <laughs> broke k fame Oh, brother, brother. I just realized I didn't have the beard on, but it's okay. Um, but no, that's cool. That's cool, man. You should. Um... You should reach out to him and have him come on. Talk about his experience. I, I, I
2: actually was thinking about that because um, um, the, the stories that he was telling me working with Steve Carino, working with Kobe Carino was just interesting because the stories I know of Steve Carino, you know. So, uh, yeah, definitely. I'm going to reach out to him and see if he come on one day.
0: For sure, for sure. He'll be better than uh, than someone who big-leagued us, and I will not mention his name on there <laughs> because I, I do like him. Actually, there are two people who yeah. big leagued us, but oh dear. Actually, yeah, no. I one of them, it. one of them asked me for money too. That, and, and and like, it's, it wasn't like a small amount of money. It was like it was like, oh, bro, bro, you're not my like, g. One title match on SmackDown. Yeah, you're not worth it. This. <laughs> this Who's deep- the other
2: one that that big leagued us? Someone else big leagued us? I'll I'll we'll let talk you know later. after. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah, it after the show,
0: guys. Uh, w- w- welcome to Real Take uh, Shit Talk. <laughs> Trevor and over. Um, let's go to the chat real quick before we go move on to our next topic, which I'm sure Trevor will love to talk about. Uh, let's talk about uh, Ryan Woodridge in the chat, who says the Jags fired their coach and got rid of Tim Tebow in the preseason. They fired their coach now, but they got rid of Tim Tebow in the preseason because he absolutely sucked at playing tight end. Oh uh, yeah. And I, was... and I am the biggest Tim Tebow fan you will ever find. But he sucked. He absolutely stunk as, as a tight end for the Jaguars. Worth a try for sure. But he sucked. Yeah, absolutely. And it's okay. He, he did it. He did it. Like I probably Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow he he's the only player who can say, I I pl- I played in the NFL, won a playoff game, went to the MLB. Played games in, in minor league baseball for a major league team and then came back to the NFL. Got signed like he's, he's the only dude who can say that. Like, exactly. gotta give props to where props are due. He did, he, he had his goals, he set out and tried them. That's way more than a lot of people can say. Um, but I mean, yeah. he wasn't good at them, unfortunately. Like, he was, he, was, it he, was, was. he was a pretty good, like. He wasn't like. No, he actually league. was a good baseball player. He was a player. really, was actually, he he was a really good baseball. minor league baseball player. I thought he was a good, like, he was actually a solid, very solid minor league baseball player. He was. And I think the if, if the really if the, if the right injury, I was always thinking if the right injury happened, there's a chance Tebow would have gotten called up. And I'm actually surprised oh, he didn't yeah. because Definitely. the Mets sucked during that run. They absolutely stunk during that run for a few years. And I was like, Dude, just sell some tickets. <laughs> like get some people yeah, coming to like, the stadium. Exactly. Like, like Tim Debo? sell some tickets. Um MK Osborne says, Santa's doing a lot of talking. You're damn right I am it's a podcast. It's what I'm supposed to be doing. Talking, talking, talking. Uh, Santa. MK, you are now on Santa's naughty list. Oh, um shit. Uh, Anyway, let's move on. I look like a fucking wizard like this, don't I? I love looking like a wizard. Hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is released. Trevor, let's talk about your favorite person in the entire wide world of sports. Let's talk about Jake the Punch Paul. Oh, Trevor, what did you think about this? So, Jake Paul faced Tyron Woodley in a rematch of their first fight and knocked him out. Jake Paul knocked Tyron Woodley the F out in their matchup this past weekend. And it was an open, clean right hook right to the cheek. Woodley fell down and didn't get up. So Jake Paul wins this fight. Trevor, my question to you is the same thing I've asked you. What did you think about this fight and what should be next? For the king of celebrity fighting, Jake Paul.
2: So, what killed me about it was the whole thing. Okay, so yeah, it happens all the time. Fighters can't can't fight, and so you have to have a sub. It happens, right? But he he said he prefaces by saying, "Oh, Tyron Woodley has been training, so he grabbed the fight." Tyron Woodley has been training for UFC has been training for boxing.
0: So... To be fair, the he... principle... I am just want to say this. To be fair, the principle of keeping your hands up is pretty much... Oh, a, I'm getting to that. A, 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 it's I pretty am much getting a thing that. in UFC, too. Like UFC fighters I, I, also know I to keep their hands up. <laughs> oh, you, you took the words right out
2: of my fucking mouth. Because, like, yes... The whole thing was pissed me off or whatever. But, like, it, I swear, it seems like he's doing everything that's happening. He is getting out of fighting boxers because he was supposed to fight Tyson Ferry's brother. But I digress. But with the whole fight, why the fuck would you walk in with your hand down? He literally drops his hand. Drops his hand. He sees the punch coming. He doesn't embrace himself. He drops his hand and gets. Popped right on the chin, out. Like it's it's getting ridiculous. It is getting absolutely ridiculous. Like can the guy can Jake Paul box? Yes, I've said this many many times. He is a nice young talent with like a lot of with some good training. He could probably do well in actual, in actual
0: boxing. But I don't believe he will ever fight a real boxer. Oh, he he'll fight Mayweather. I, I think that that fight in a year or two was gonna happen. Like the amount of money, the amount of money that's gonna yeah. be involved in that fight is gonna be ridiculous. Like, look, I like Logan Paul. Or actually, no, I don't like Logan Paul. But you know, hey, respect to Logan Paul for facing. Um, it was Logan yeah. Paul, right? Yeah, he faced yeah. Floyd Mayweather. Respect him for that because there's more balls than I will ever have. Him ever fighting Floyd Mayweather. I don't care if you give me a million, hundred million dollars. Although I actually I might. Um, but oh, in all seriousness. I think that, like, that's a fight that's going to happen. So eventually he's going to face a boxer. I just don't think the majority of his career fights are ever going to be against boxers. Because let's be honest about it. People get into boxing, you know, like obviously so for the love of the sport. But when you go professional, you do it for what? To make money. Is that- Logan Paul is not going to make money, you know, coming up into the ranks of boxing. Logan Paul no. knows, everyone else also knows, he's going to make immensely more money than millions, billions of people will ever make in their lives for one fight against a YouTuber, a TikToker, uh, a former NFL player or or NBA player, what have you. And that's just how what boxing is or primetime boxing is. It's prize fights. It is prize fightings with celebrities. And that's what people want to see. That's what people pay to see. It's arguably saving the sport in a way because people really aren't paying to see other types of fights like Pacquiao versus... Uh, Mayweather was the last big fight that people were really clamoring for, and that was years ago. So I think that's just it. I I think, you know, eventually he's going to face a Boxer. I think it's going to be Floyd. I just don't know. uh, I just don't see anyone else, like— being in, stepping into that realm as far as being a boxer that's going to be able to take him on he, unless someone comes up. He might
2: fight Fury's brother. I mean, he might fight Fury's brother after he like, gets
0: over the injury. Yeah, but, but also he's fighting Fury's brother. He's not fighting Fury because he can't fight Fury because they're in different weight classes. Exactly. But, like, you know, Fury's another one. Like, like if they were in the same weight class, that could be a big primetime fight. I just don't I mean, it could see... be a catchweight fight. Yeah, like that's true, two, two. But, I mean, look. I, I, like I think we need to put the idea of of Jake Paul like fighting a a a boxer to bed because it's just one not realistic at, at this point it, and and it's unfortunately unfortunately and, and in a way yeah because if you like the sport of boxing I want to see what Jake Paul can do coming up in the rank because I think he's way more talented than his brother he's way oh, more absolutely. talented of a boxer absolutely. than than Logan Paul um, and I mean th- I think the next step actually for him is Le'Veon Bell because apparently Le'Veon Bell called him out on Twitter uh and he said stop fighting when are you gonna start fighting real fighters and, and then like and it was funny he's like i'll cut you f- he's like i'll knock you out faster than you got cut by the ravens and i was like oof oof buddy <laughs> um but <laughs> yeah I, I think i think it's gonna be fine um one thing i will say dude you talked about you know woodley you know when he saw the punch and he put his head down bro if, if you know what he did in that moment he saw fifty million dollars. Oh yeah, about oh, yeah. to drop into his direct deposit right into his account. That's what he's. That's what he was thinking about oh, yeah. when he when he dropped his hands and put oh, his yeah. head down for that punch. He saw fifty million dollars. Fifty million dollars to get knocked out by Jake Paul. Like right here, I, right here, buddy. <laughs> right here. I, I, I didn't want to
2: say that, but that's what I would thought. That's exactly what I thought. Like. Cause like like you said like like I said he is, you watch it he drops his hand he drops it soon as he drops it, bah, it happens he's down. Like no one tra- no I mean everyone makes mistake right
0: but no one trained in the in the sweet. He's science a UFC fighter. He's an MMA hand. fighter. Like he, he, that's like even something in MMA you learn. Defend yourself, my G. Like it's That's same what I'm saying. No one, it. no one trained in, in fighting would do that. No but one that, would do that. No that's one. that's like okay. I'm just gonna straight up ask you this, Trevor. Was it a fixed fight? I think some of them have been. I, I think the was. Do you think this fight one was? was?
2: The second go round may have been. Honestly, it could have been. the 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 way he dropped his hand, it really could have been. Like honestly, I I hate to I hate to say stuff like that because I'm not a conspiracy theorist and I don't believe stuff like and I don't believe like in fixing sports and stuff like that. But the way he dropped his hand and what I know about about fighting, boxing, MMA, whatever, you don't do that. Yes, you can make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes, but you don't do that. And he literally like did that, and he didn't even flinch. He didn't even brace it. He just, it just happened. So, do I think this was a fixed fight? It definitely could have been.
0: Dude, the, the cha-ching you heard from Wilder's, or not Wilder, the, the thing is, the cha-ching you heard mm-hmm. <laughs> from that man's phone, <laughs> like when that, when that knockout happened. Was louder than the bells on your hat right now. And if you love the bells on Trevor's hat, hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is released. We got some questions about the Paul brothers and Jake Paul, of course, in the chat right now. Ryan Woodward says, do you see the Paul brothers signing with AEW after their boxing career is done? Um, WWE, WWE, because they're going to offer them way more money for way less work. Uh, So, yeah, I I could see them. I don't even think. First of all, dude, they're like they're my they're twenty four, twenty five years old. These are young people. They See, have Logan is closer to thirty, isn't he? No, Logan Paul is. I think he's like what twenty. He's got like twenty five, twenty six or something like. He's not that old. Like okay. like they, they're they're pretty young overall. Like Logan's twenty six years old. Okay, yeah. So okay. they're young guys. They got like a solid like ten, fifteen years at least of of doing these celebrity boxing fights if they want to. Um as far as being entertainers or something like that, I could see them doing that, but they're never going to be full time wrestlers. That's never going to happen. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, uh, They'll
2: come in for a special, special match once once in a while, but other than
1: that,
0: no. CC in the chat says, I want to see Jake Paul lose so hard, he literally bounces on the mat. <laughs> yeah, I don't like him much, so, so he doesn't like Jake Paul. I I mean, look, that's how I feel about Logan Paul. I, like, see, the, the reason, I, I I like, not f- too fond of Jake Paul still, but the reason I want to, s- I'm not, like, as mad at Jake Paul or whatever, I'm, like... He's actually a good fighter, I think. And yeah, I I, I wanna did. see what he can do against a real boxer. That's that's my thing. And I now, think eventually I, that's gonna be the draw. That's going to be yeah, a draw. Because right, right. we've waited so long for him to fight. See, he's weaseling me in. This the this, this damn carney, Jake Paul, is weaseling me in. This <laughs> is like, like, oh my god. They they're working me. I don't like either. They're working of all us. of us. <laughs>
2: I can't stand either of the Paul brothers. Both of them suck. But as far as Jake Paul, I like him a little more than Logan because of the fact that, like you said, he actually does have talent. It it pains me to say he actually does have talent. Let's see. I don't think Logan would would last in the actual boxing. But Jake, I think, has an actual, actual chance at real boxing, at actually joining the ranks in boxing. I don't think Logan has the natural talent.
0: Yeah, Ryan Woodridge in the chat says Jake Paul would lose that match against the Big Show. He says against the Big Show.
2: If they had it. Sure. wait, oh shit! Well, you, well, well, you do know uh, uh, what's his name? Floyd Mayweather
0: beat the Big Show in in a one hundred percent legitimate, real contest. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, allegedly hit that like button, subscribe, hit that notification bell. DE6 or VI? I'm going to go with six because I like Roman numerals. Uh, DE6 says Stone Cold WrestleMania 38 referee for Brock versus Roman and maybe Sami Zayn for the Universal. First of all, I love Sami Zayn, one of my favorite wrestlers in WWE today. He's there's going to I think there might be a match against Brock Lesnar on on a special SmackDown or something. He's gonna get squashed. He's never they, they're not making... the main event is is Roman versus Brock. Like yeah, that's the, the yeah, draw. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Not saying I wouldn't like to see Sammy in there. I, I would love to see Sammy in there. It Would make things interesting. Wouldn't well, that be great? To see Sammy in there. Yeah, but uh, and then then you know me go full Daniel Bryan uh, in WrestleMania 37 for him. Like no, Sammy's Zayn winning the belt. Let me. <laughs> He's winning the belt. Um, I
1: mean, maybe um, he can bring
0: his friend El Generico with him too, you know? Oh, well, could you imagine the pop for El Generico? Ole, 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 ole. Uh, well, we got to see what that, if he resigns. Uh, there, there's no word yet on if he resigns. I think there was actually rumors that he – I think there was a rumor going around that uh from within WWE, uh, people were talking that he had recently resigned. So oh, okay. maybe that's a sign. Maybe was, it's was not. It-
2: Maybe this is a rumor, but wasn't he waiting pretty much
0: to see if Kevin Owens resigned? I, I don't think that's so much a rumor as more of a logical conclusion that people drew, maybe, okay. or, or a dot that people connected. I don't, I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Let's see. What else? No, Not really many more questions, but uh, someone cold Steve Austin, special guest referee at WrestleMania. That, that, that worked out. That's always worked out every time it's happened, hasn't it, Trevor? Think about it. (laughs) WrestleMania 20. Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. One of the greatest matches in WrestleMania history. And then the second time it happened. WrestleMania 27. The greatest match in Mania history. Michael Cole in his undefeated streak at WrestleMania versus Jerry. The King Lawler in his sole match at WrestleMania. Jobbing to Michael Cole. That was absolutely terrible. (sighs) (laughs) Hey. Don't put him in the match. I love Steve. I love Stone Cold. No, Don't do put it. him in the match. Don't put him in the match. Let, like, let him, just let him come out and do, oh, hell yeah. We're out of here in Texas. Ah, eh, eh, eh. What? Ah. In all his greatest hits. All, all the greatest hits. It you know, bizarre. Steve Austin is, uh, he's, what is he? He just turned like 58. Yeah. That's looks wild. He what? Looks, he looks good for this. I drink a lot of beer. He, he cut, apparently,
2: he cut back what? on his
0: drinking a little bit. Stone Cold cut back on the drinking. What is the world coming to? <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the the wig and stuff off and save that for our last segment because I want to seem serious. But uh, guys, hit that like button, subscribe, hit that notification bell. I Know this has been a weird episode. I've been trying a few things out. Trevor, could you still hear me? Yeah. Uh, Let's move on and talk more. Oh, people can see my hair and how I I look like Goten from Dragon Ball GT with my hair. That's what I've been told when my hair is like spiked to the side like that. Oh shit! (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Goten, what a he just pulled in that show. That's all he did in that show. All all right, Trevor. So as I'm very parched, I'm gonna probably uh, give this to you in a second, Um, Trevor. So. School, we're moving on to WWE. We'll come back and do some Christmas stuff in in a little bit and, and read out some Christmas questions. You guys can ask some Christmas questions in the chat as well. Let us know what your favorite holiday uh, soups. Holiday soups. What the fuck is that? Your holiday soups. foods, your holiday drinks, whatever in the chat. Soup. Your favorite holiday movies. <laughs> I don't know. I was drinking soup on a live stream yesterday. That's why I, I thought about soup. Cause <laughs> oh, I, was yeah, I, saw people, I was asking people what their favorite soup is, uh, but that's why. I, I was at work. And I saw that. So <laughs> oh, you should you should have put it up on the big screen. Like <laughs> that's my boy. That's my, my boy. boy. <laughs> that's my boy, guys. Um, yeah. But let us know what your favorite holiday food, your holiday movies, holiday rituals are in the chat, and we'll get to those at the end of the show and do a little bit of holiday cheering, maybe some singing. Oh, do you make Christmas songs in different in different impersonations? Put it in the chat. Who do you want to hear sing a Christmas carol tonight? Vince Russo, bro. Deck the halls, bro. Bro.
2: Deck the halls, bro.
0: Let us know. Let me know in the chat who you want to hear sing uh, a holiday song today. Let let me know all that stuff. Before we get to that, though, let's move on and talk about our 44th president, Barack Lesnar. I you so much. <laughs> what? Hey, 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 hey! Don't blame me. Blame Paul Heyman for saying it that way. He's like Barack Lesnar. I'm like Barack, bro. Barack? No, that is a. I'm like, well, bro, that's a white man. That's not Barack Obama. <laughs> like that's a Brock Lesnar, and this is, this is not even a. This shouldn't even be a snide thing. It's not a snide thing. It's just a fact. Brock Lesnar is white. That is, that, 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 he cannot be Barack Obama. Like this is that's silly. What a silly thing, Paul Heyman. What a silly man you are. And because he's a silly man, he got decked last week on SmackDown. Did oh hilarious. that was gore. Ooh. Whoa whoa what happened there? Uh, that wasn't even me. What happened there? That's just OBS being. A- what are you doing OBS? How dare you? What is it doing? It's moving on its own. That's really weird. I'm concerned. I'm just going to hope it stops. Okay, that was. It's, that, that's weird. Yeah, it's, the ghost of Christmas past is haunting me, Trevor. There you go. And it's probably because I have not acknowledged our tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns took his aggression out on Paul Heyman this past week. Did it again. Who cares? I don't know what to do about it. Roman Reigns took his aggression out on Paul Heyman. Roman Reigns fired Paul Heyman last week on SmackDown saying that he is done with Paul Heyman. He gave Paul Heyman a Superman punch. He was about to give him a concerto before the Beast Incarnate showed up to save the day. Brock Lesnar showed up to save Paul Heyman from what would have been a debilitating concerto and he attacked the Usos, laid them out, and then laid out the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. And he did it all while wearing overalls. Trevor, what did you think about this segment? Roman firing Paul Heyman. What did you think about Brock Lesnar showing up in overalls? And what do you think about the way this story's evolved with now Brock Lesnar and and Paul Heyman really becoming the faces? You really in this story. What do you think?
2: You know, way back when there was a uh, when Brock first came out, of course he was a heel. But then Paul Heyman turned on him and he became a face. He was it he was I want to say he was a face for maybe a few months at at that point um maybe the rest of his career because then he just stopped wrestling for a while but um haven't really seen brock become a face in a while so I guess it's i guess it's the most the most logical step next thing to do you know um and I love the whole overalls and uh in in, in, in in shirt combo, he is. It gives me horror vibes.
0: Actually, I don't know about you, but it kind of gives me horror movie vibes. Oh my god, Brock Lesnar! You remember he did that YouTube video where he was in a butcher shop, like like just, yeah. just like slaughtering like 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 cows. I was like, dude, this is scary. <laughs> like, like, and he's got he's got the man, but he he almost looks like the fact that Brock Lesnar is showing personality scares me. <laughs> it scares me shitless. Because he he has not own personality since he first came in, it's, he barely showed like, no personality. Like the most personality Brock Lesnar ever showed in his, he only showed personality once in his WWE career. Actually, twice. One time when he did that that segment on SmackDown with Eddie Guerrero with the sombrero oh yeah. and the band, and I was like, oh, oh my yeah, oh god, yeah. that uh, was that was great. And then, and then you know, boombox Lesnar when he won Money in the Bank. Like, oh yeah. yeah,
2: that was great too. I, I, I yeah, that was actually like great, like too. Well, that,
0: even that was for a second. Remember Paul Heyman started dancing, and Brock was like, "Hey, cut that shit hey, out! Cut that. <laughs> cut that shit out now!" Oh my god, no! It's... <laughs> Completely sidetracked now. Remember when Paul Heyman or remember when Brock Lesnar? Realized that he could cash in money in the bank whenever, and like that may have been the funniest thing he's ever done because it was so small and subtle. Like Brock Lesnar's not paying attention to the product. <laughs> like, that's the that that's the funniest thing for me because it was just like he was like. Cause I just remember he was reading out the he, like Paul Heyman was reading out the what, what was it the the contract. He's like he's yeah. like Brock Lesnar can cash in anytime throughout the year and then. Brock like wait a minute what he's like I got a year and he just slaps Paul Haven. he's like come on you didn't tell me I had a year and he's like I got a year oh I'm gonna wait on this <laughs> like, that, that was, was amazing that was so but funny. going back to this specific storyline I think this is I think this is great because we haven't really seen you're right we haven't seen Paul uh, Brock Lesnar rather as of Full on embraced babyface in such a long time, and he hasn't had such a hot heel to work with ever in his career. You could say because who would he work with when he when he was coming up as a face in uh, WWE the first big, time? Big Show. Big Show. He like, all, all love the Paul White. You know, no more BS. But no more BS. Big Show was not a top heel at the time. Um, you know, Kurt Angle again, not not really a top heel. This Roman Reigns, one of the best heels in in our generation. So it's I I want to see the, I don't I only don't want to see the dynamic I I want to see just how this plays out moving forward. It, it is going to be it is going to be crazy. Um and I think it's going to be a fun ride, you know as
1: <laughs> fun on a Friday night, Milo.
0: Like, you know, like, like I think I'm full on JBL with like, I'm like I'm here for the ride. I love it, this I like, like it. And, and, and you know what I like the fact that something happened between these two because for the past few weeks, like Brock has been the most entertaining thing on SmackDown. There hasn't yeah. been much to really gloat about on SmackDown recently, Trevor. I, I don't know if you've seen it. I've watched it. It has been bad. It has been really yeah. bad. The best segments involve Brock Lesnar and Sami Zayn. And Roman Reigns, getting a bit stale. Getting a bit stale. Yes. He, not not him as a champion, but just like what they have him doing. Is, I'm just like... All right, cool. He's not even doing much, you know. But Brock Lesnar, when Brock Lesnar's doing more work than you, I'm like, come on now, come on now. Um,
2: it was very entertaining. The whole uh, him firing Paul Heyman was entertaining. Though. Oh yeah, I yeah. Well, what did you think about you, the way also, that? You kind of knew what was happen, though. You know,
0: you kind of knew what was going to happen, though. I love that line by Paul Heyman when 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 he told Roman Reigns the truth. I'm not. Protecting Brock Lesnar from you, I'm protecting you from Brock Lesnar. I was like, dude, you know you're about to get laid out, and he still said it anyway. Loyalty, get you someone loyal to, get you someone loyal to you, like Paul Heyman's loyal to Brock Lesnar. Exactly. This man, look how happy Brock looks. I don't like this. This scares me. What is this happy Brock? Like, like I said, it gives me horror vibes. It really, his outfit gives me horror vibes. Look what he did. Roman does. raised like
1: 260 pounds. That's scary. That's fucking scary.
0: He's done the same shit to Big Show. He's done the same shit to Mark Henry. It's... Oh my gosh. We got some political questions in the chat. I will not be answering political questions on this stream right now. Uh, we, we, we try it. We, we don't do that here. Um, there's a time and a place for that. It's not time and place for that. Um, what is next? Uh, you want to read any of the other qu- uh, questions in the chat, Trevor?
2: Uh, apparently, let's see. Seastie has requests of Christmas music for us to sing. Oh, and whose voice? She didn't say it. She didn't say it. Oh. She did say Jingle Bell Rock for both of us to sing Jingle Bell Rock. She said, uh, uh I should sing Jingle Bells, Batman Spells. Omar, you should sing The 12 Days of Christmas.
0: Should I do it?
2: And uh, Ryan Wilmer says, Trevor, can you
0: sing Rock Around the Christmas Tree in Hulk Hogan's voice? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so you got a request for you. Oh, Trevor. Oh, you just wait. The last, like, what, 30 minutes of this show are going to be, or 15, whatever minutes of this show are going to be crazy. That's really um, great.
2: Oh, and there is something I actually want to because he mentioned something. Um, Brian Woodbridge said, Trevor, did you see? I know this isn't what we talk about here. Did you hear about the uh Wisconsin's women's badgers volleyball one for the first championship on Saturday? I actually was, believe it or not, I actually watched this and um, I was at work and uh, they actually were the underdogs. They they uh, they I think they beat Nebraska, it was actually a good. Good thing to see. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I did. I, I did hear
0: about it. I gave him a shout out on last night's stream. Also, big shout out to both the North Carolina women's and men's frisbee team for killing it, killing uh, it in the national championships. Big shout out to them. We, we, I can't reach my frisbee from here, but yeah, did it represent? <sighs> yes, represent Repres Catholic it. University. Boom! 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 <laughs> um uh uh, anyway let's uh what's next uh this is like great like i I, i've uh, in case you guys can't check out, i'm sick and i have checked out and and, like i this was a very very drastically thrown together show at the last minute so i mean this
2: was honestly well needed i'm also sick like i said earlier so this is honestly well needed i think we it's very lax lackadaisical i think we both needed this (laughs)
0: <laughs> you fired um, speaking of being fired Trevor Vince McMahon admitted to everyone on Monday Night Raw that he loves firing people so in a segment on last week on Raw uh, or last night even on Raw I should say um in a segment on Raw this past week Vince McMahon in his character uh Mr. McMahon said I enjoy firing people, especially around the holidays. It gives me a warm feeling. That's what he said to Austin Theory this past Monday night on Raw, saying that he uh, saying that Austin Theory, if he loses his match next week, he will be fired. And a lot of people are kind of drawing conclusions and 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 drawing comparisons to this character and what he said here. And what's really going on in real life with WWE having released a hundred and something employees and wrestlers and and how tone deaf it's come across and, and, and how it's a bad look. And what do you think about this? The line specifically of him saying, I enjoy firing people. It gives him a warm feeling. And especially around the holidays. What do you think about that? And was it appropriate? Uh,
2: of course it wasn't appropriate. But. When is Vince McMahon ever give a shit about what was appropriate? Um Yeah, and he, I did, wonder... he
0: did say the N word on T V once, which was yeah. wow. Very
2: freely, actually. And we're not gonna talk about the time that he uh he he poured water on the floor and said, Look, look, Shane, what am I doing? What am I doing? Making a mess? No, I'm walking on water. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I can do just what he does. Um but uh anyway. I digress, but no, yeah, I I think it was, I think it was inappropriate, but I wonder how, how much of that was fake and how much of that was actually true because I honestly believes he gets, gets a chubby on actually fire, firing people as many people he actually fired. Like, I mean, there can't be any other reason. Like you can try to justify with budget cuts, but that, that, that's not true. We all know that. Um, But yeah, I, I don't, I mean, maybe it fits the storyline that they're going with. I don't know. But, like, it wasn't appropriate at all. But, again, to be fair, like, most of the storylines Vince has had, Pat, and over the years have never been super appropriate.
0: <sighs> well, yeah, I mean, I don't even think it's an appropriate thing. Like, look, and, and for everyone who's going to come up like, oh, my God, I, this, it's a storyline. Like, Vince always, Vince? Okay, look, Mr. McMahon, the character, we understand that. That's part of his deal. He loves firing people that withstanding the fact that they would do this, though, in this situation, it's still bad. It is still a bad idea to have him say this for the people who wrote this for himself, who approved this. It's a bad idea. Don't do it. You know why? Because then people. Are going to call you out and rightfully so, and be upset about it because you just fire people during a pandemic. Does that give you a warm feeling? Does that think is that going to make your shareholders happy? Is that going to bring home better reputation for your product and and not alienate your fans who are already feeling alienated? No, I like hope. it was tone deaf. It was stupid. It was an it was a line that shouldn't have made tv and in a company that has so many writers in a company that has sub- such a rigorous rigorous writing process trevor i've worked for i worked for a lot of play i worked at a lot of places i've done a lot of things even on this channel where that requires editing that requires proofreading and through a lot of steps a lot of people have to see these things in the chain of command right right eventually someone should have called this out and been like you you're telling me Bruce Pritchard didn't look at this and be like, "Uh Vince, a lot of talking. Like, come on, man. Like right. if there's one the thing you're going to cut out of this, it's that line. Especially after the the junk that they've said over the past few weeks. Like, look, this is okay, in comparison to what I still think this in comparison to what they had Becky Lynch or uh, it was either Becky Lynch or uh, Liv Morgan say in their promo in comparison to what they had Edge say in that Miz promo about released wrestlers and and saying that you let – or Edge saying that Miz let his, his friend get released and all that stuff. I think that stuff is still worse because at least with Vince Man you can say – that Mr. McMahon, the character, has a reputation of firing people. But when you're the actual boss and you've actually fired a record amount of people in your company over the past year and a half, two years. At some point, you got to think clearly and be, and be like, maybe I shouldn't touch this. Maybe yeah, I shouldn't maybe, go. that yeah, was a good idea. So all in, to pardon the pun, to, to to and lean in as much to, again to pardon the pun, a, as much as I I as we intended with this line but they didn't because they don't care they don't care it was I, I and you know the thing you got people like me talking. I watch raw and you know what I took away from that this line yeah that like yeah. that is that what you want people to remember about your about your shitty show
2: apparently so I mean like the, the, the... Dude, like I again, I didn't watch Raw. I was at work when I uh, when the game went. I didn't watch. it.
0: you also but don't
2: watch Raw. I
0: tried recently. <laughs> but how, um How long did you last? Did, uh, did you get did you get past the Randy Orton promo? <laughs> I actually did. I actually got past the Randy
2: Orton. Like so last time I tried to watch, I want to say it was like last week or something. I actually got just about almost an hour in and I turned it off.
0: But you, you can't watch Raw live. Look, the secret to watching Raw is you don't watch it live, or else you're just not. Get, if you watch Raw live, you're gonna have a bad time. Um, yeah, you want true. you want the secret to watching Raw? If you got a DVR, it makes it a lot easier. Start watching uh, like at around the nine fifteen, nine thirty mark. Uh, like start it from the beginning, and then just. just <laughs> Just, just start watching. Skip through all the commercials. Skip through all the all all the all the replays. You gotta. But you you'll be there for like forty five minutes because there's so many commercials and replays. And then boom, you're there. There you go. You're you, and you only have to watch like two hour, like an hour and forty five minutes of a two hour show max.
2: That was a three hour show.
0: Oh shit! Yeah, three hour show. That's what I meant. Oh god, Raw's gonna be three hours. You know it's crazy. Raw's about Raw in in six months. Raw will have been three hours for ten years. Jesus Christ, really? Yeah, twenty twelve. Remember Raw one thousand? That's right. That's right. And then What's at the Raw,
1: wrong? then at Raw um, four thousand, we're gonna make it four hours.
2: And I'm gonna scream. Um,
0: but uh, uh yeah. <laughs> well, can I ask you a question? Sure. Okay, so at what point? Was there ever a point before where, where you found yourself not watching Raw or, like, going from watching it every week to not watching? What was the point for you, you think, of where you were just like, okay, I'm done with this?
2: Um. So, like, I think we've talked about this briefly. I, I watched wrestling for for a very long time, right? And um, me and my brother both watched wrestling a lot. And so I think when – I think when they started doing the whole thing with Brock Lesnar holding the belt, like, and not defending it like that, I think that was part of, but I think it also happened a little before then too, but I think that was definitely part of it. Like, right. And there were also points where like storylines were happening and they didn't finish the storyline or there were people that didn't push. Like for instance, the whole Finn Balor thing, when Finn Balor came back and they never gave him a another shot at the at the Universal title, that was another big thing. Using Leo Rush as a fucking ballet for Bobby Lashley, that was another thing. Like it was a it was really a bunch of things together, because at one point NXT UK and NXT were the only thing I saw, things I watched besides SmackDown. And so, like I, I just stopped watching Raw. I like, didn't like honestly until recently, until the pandemic, I didn't
0: really watch Raw. It, it's so sad, man. Like I mean, Raw is always like I don't know what it. Maybe it's the fact that it's so sports entertainment or, oriented. Maybe that's why I've always kind of been like meh on Raw. Because right. like Raw is the one I I, qu- I quit watching easier, um, like more frequently. Um, or i find myself annoyed with more frequently over or, or, like throughout my life and maybe that's why it, smackdown's always kind of been the more wrestling show even when they do the brand, all the brand splits It was the wrestling like, 2016 by the way 2016 2017 smackdown was probably yeah. some of the best stuff that WWE's done over the past yeah. like few years yeah like sure like was. Yeah, like that was when AJ Styles, the champ that runs the camp, Dean Ambrose was WWE champion. Bray Wyatt yep. got a swing with the belt, and then I think that's kind of where it ended. When when Bray Wyatt won the title, and then you, then he, Randy Orton won it in that god awful match at WrestleMania, and then the modern day Maharaja won it, uh, and then and then, okay, then gladly AJ Styles took it back off of him and 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 saved the day. Here I come to save the day. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah
2: around that time it was it was pretty good like that was when what was that before or after um uh shaving mcmahon and uh the men's were tag team were a tag team and the best in the
0: world, the world. yeah that was that was oh, Miz's dad. Stone I was Stone Cold <laughs> Mike Mazanin, baby, and when he was just beating the shit out of all the security. Oh god, you gotta love it. You gotta love it. Um it's tough. It's tough. Uh, face Miz. Uh, that was that was Face Miz.
2: That was Face Miz, yeah. Did you, you only see them like twice? So
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh let's keep this WWE. Embrace the hate. <laughs> As Kane would say <laughs> with WWE. Um and, Trevor, let's talk about um, one of our favorite wrestlers um, of all time, Mr. Company Man Punk. Uh, so CM Punk signed C- with AEW, which is a surprise to absolutely nobody. And I don't think – I definitely didn't make a thing about this. Oh, wrong one. Whoops. We got AJ and I'm loose to talk about. I'm all discombobulated. I'm sorry. I'm sick. Um, but this was a big development on Raw. This week, and, and again, I don't know if you had a chance to see it, but I'll just kind of explain it. But so this past week on Raw, AJ and Omos, AJ and Omos broke up. They're done. So they lo- AJ and Omos lost a match, a tag team match, and after the match, AJ Styles confronted Omos. He smacked him. He st- he tried to he tried to deliver some phenomenal forearms. Omos was not having it. He gave him a big choke slam, the big fireman's carry drop. And Omas said the next time you see me, it's gonna be in a match. So oh. AJ and Omas are now broken up. Trevor, what do you think about this? The timing. Have they kind of done enough to build up Omas on his own to to, you know, be on his own? Because it's a big step for his career. What do you think?
2: Well, you know, we talked about this um before, actually. Um we didn't think that it was going to take the belts off them right away. They and they and they waited a while. They did, um, but I thought the next step was to try to build this big behemoth. Is you know is a, a force to be reckoned with. I mean, let's just be honest. It's never been a secret of what type of wrestlers, of Vince McMahon likes, right? So we saw this coming a mile a mile away. Now the question is. Has almost almost done enough to be on his own. I mean, I think you put him in a feud with the best with the best person he possibly could, which is which is AJ Styles. AJ Styles can help put him over. He can help build him up. I think it's a great way of you know of making Omos, you know, a, a, a force to be reckoned with. Um, you know, uh, I think it's smart to to put him in the ring with AJ Styles. Like, I mean, of course, you let some guys' job to him or whatever, but like, if you really want to get Omos over, you put him in some put him in a match with someone that can help carry the match, it can help b- boost him up. and I think this is smart, very smart, because this will boost his career definitely.
0: Omos is going to beat Finn Balor at the next pay per view, or not the next pay per view, but at the Royal Rumble. That's going well, to be. Was-
2: they're
0: supposed to wrestle? No, 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 no. That's my prediction. Like, like that's what I think the progression is. You have him wrestle AJ Styles, beat him, and then you have him wrestle. I think Finn Balor's, like, apparently now the guy. You want someone to have a really good match against him, and you want that dude to go over? <laughs> he's wrestling Finn Balor, maybe, because yeah. oh, Finn can wrestle,
1: but he hasn't got the beef that
0: Omas does. Look at all that beef on that big, bad man. Um, like yeah um <laughs> yeah, that's what Vince McMahon would say uh but no in all seriousness uh Omos my my biggest thing about this is you know Omas has been very protected and for good reason he's newer right. to wrestling you know he's been around which i think is going to help him a lot he's been around for a while and he's been he's been up and down the road with AJ Styles and there's no one really better in the ring to work with than AJ Styles in the world, the best in the world, as we talked about earlier. Um, but when we're talking about, you know, someone who is bigger, someone who is, who we, again, very protected, we haven't seen what he can really do on his own. That is what I'm going to be looking out for. And right. for all the people saying, like, oh, he's going to fail, he's not, we don't know if he's good enough to do this yet. We're going to find out now because it's happened. Like there's no turning back now. It's gonna we're gonna see it. I think I think Omos is got has a really good chance to succeed. And it's not only in, it doesn't have a lot to do with the fact that I'm a fan. I I do like what Omos and what he brings and his presence. He has amazing ring presence. Like we talked about yeah. Hook and how Hook had some of the best ring presence in uh, the wrestling world. Omos is right up there as well. He. He's new, but he looks like he belongs, and he looks like he gets it, which I think is going to help him as opposed to other people. Like remember Nathan Jones, like, someone oh, who yeah. obviously didn't get it. Um, but but I, I think Omas is going to do fine in that respect. It's just going to be, can he be, can he be quicker in his as quick in his development as someone like Braun Strowman was? Braun Strowman, basically like a year and a half after debuting on TV boom became like one of the biggest lightning rod like wrestlers there was because he was just showing up beating people up leaving and he got over can he be right. that can he be something similar but different we're going to find out i i there's a lot of things about omas i like and that that make me feel like he's going to do that the ring presence i think and and being aware of the moment and where you are is going to help him and being with AJ Styles it's just going to be up to i think just developing that ability uh, to to understand the ring psychology and all that, and the and knowing how to work different styles with different people. Right,
2: right. Like I mean, that, that's my biggest issue with Amos. Like, like you said, you don't know what he can do, and like I don't know if he can switch his style up at all. I don't. I don't. I mean, the and, man is what seven feet tall, so it's kind four. of hard to do that.
0: He's like seven foot four or something. Yeah.
2: So. So it's hard for a band that size to switch
0: and, anything up. And by by, by yeah, and, and I want to be clear, I, by switching I don't I think people are gonna take what I say out of context. It's not necessarily switching it up. It's just you're not gonna work if Omas is wrestling AJ Styles, it's not gonna be the same way he would wrestle someone like Brock Lesnar. It's not gonna be the right. same way he no, would wrestle I, I, someone yeah, yeah, like Bobby Lashley or you know, you don't wrestle Rey Mysterio the same way you would wrestle Big E. You know, if you're right. if you're Omos, it's still a little bit of different. So, how does he handle those different types of of challenges and and body weights and, and and things like that? And I think that's what I'm going to be looking out for. Very hopeful for this guy, though. He's he's. I think he's good. I think he's good. Yeah, I like him. I I I, I want to see no, him get a little
2: better on the bike,
0: but I like him. He's no Veer, <laughs> man. He just might work. He's still coming, by the way.
2: Hey, he's been coming for like what four
0: four months now. Man, could could you imagine? coming for four months. <laughs> Just, that's what he's doing. He, he's he's coming, man. Fear is coming. Where is this show going? <laughs> hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is. Ooh. That was a smoker's cough, my G. Yeah. You need to chill out. Sound like it. You need to chill. <laughs> goddamn, goddamn now. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> um, let's move on uh, and talk about Trevor. Christmas as I... Actually, do we have any questions in the chat? Read out some questions in the chat.
2: Let's see. Uh, well, CC, oh, let's see. Uh, Ryan Woodbridge, hi, bro. Who is winning the Washington football game?
0: Tied. 10 10. Well, it's,
2: it's tied right now? Okay. 10 10. Uh, CC says, someone sing I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus and their favorite wrestler's
0: voice. God. How about this? How about this? How about we both sing that song? And we and you, you pick my wrestler and I pick your wrestler.
2: Okay, like that'll the work. We have I to guess use. it'll work.
0: So so if I say if, if you tell me you know sing my yeah. uh, mommy kissing Santa Claus and Hulk Hogan was like oh brother I saw mommy brother kissing Santa brother. Claus
1: Santa Claus brother under
0: yeah. the tree brother. brother yeah so okay <laughs> let's try that and see how long it takes for for that to be get annoying.
2: We'll 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 figure it out. <laughs> Uh, that's it though.
0: All right. Um. All right. If you're gonna if you're gonna be doing podcasting, guy, you got to learn how to buy time. Buy time.
2: Oh, uh, let's say all I want for Christmas. So, guys, write down in your chat, in the chat, like a maybe a a gift that you got from someone that was that was special to you, like something that was that meant a lot. Maybe maybe not meant a lot to other people, but meant a lot to you. I think for me, the gift that I got was I was like what five? No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not sure how old I was, but I was a huge Ghostbuster fan. Yes, that is really dating my age. But oh, anyway.
0: Sa- if you are a huge Ghostbuster <laughs> fan, Santa will get you something very nice from his sack for Christmas.
2: and uh what i wanted for christmas was the ghostbuster playset, and i didn't think i would get it and i got it like last minute like on christmas morning like at one o'clock p.m it was probably it meant meant a
0: lot to me because my grandfather gave it to me damn i can't even make fun of you for for that because that's very heartfelt Ah. and and nice
1: anyway trevor it's
0: (laughs) christmas (laughs) christmas (laughs) <laughs> it's Christmas, and Santa has come all the way down from the North Pole to visit his best friend, Omar, and this this lump of coal right here, Trevor, uh, for Christmas and taking over this holiday stream. <laughs> so now Santa is going to ask you. All those listeners out there to hit that like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever a new video is released and to help make Omar's Christmas wish of 1,000 subscribers come true. (laughs) Anyway, so let's talk about this, Trevor. What is one thing that Santa can give you this year? One thing in pro wrestling. What is the one thing in pro wrestling that you want more than anything else?
2: Wants more than anything else in pro wrestling? Huh. It's a good
0: question. That is a very good question. Um, if Santa could pull out one thing from his very large sack about uh, that has to do with pro wrestling,
2: something that can actually happen, or something that. Whatever. Well, it's your one wish, thing sir. that I
0: would, it's your letter to Santa. One thing that
2: I would love to see is not gonna happen. But uh I would've loved I would love to see Finn Balor with a belt. That, that was one thing I would love to see. It's not gonna happen, I know that, but that's one thing I would love to see.
0: Oh my goodness. You and Omar wish for the same thing. He asked Santa for the same thing. He's are said, you serious? In his his letter to Santa, it says, and I quote, it's been over five goddamn years and Finn (laughs) Balor has yet to reclaim his Universal Championship that he's never lost. And better yet, Michael Cole has refused to even claim that Finn Balor was the first ever Universal Champion. That's true. For Christmas this year, all I want is for Santa to deliver me Finn Balor Having a goddamn Universal title reign.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what I would want.
0: It's not going to happen, but... (laughs) That is one thing that Santa has no control over. Because WWE doesn't even know what they're doing. Why will Santa know? Santa can't do that. Santa (laughs) is powerless. Santa's only one man. Santa is only one very. He's a very. He's a very jolly man with a very jolly sack. Uh, Continuing, Trevor, what is your favorite Christmas wrestling moment in history?
2: (laughs) Ah yes, I was just talking about this. Uh, Ah yes, but you you know who uh, Kane is, of course. You know before oh, many lumps
0: of coal for him.
2: Before Kane was uh, Kane, and before he was even Doctor Isaac Jacob, he had a horrible, hor- fantastically horrible gimmick called the Christmas Creature. Oh! And this was back. This was back at USWA, the Memphis Wrestling Promotion, and he was the Christmas Creature. And they had a segment where he came out
1: and beat the living snot out of Santa Claus. <laughs> Oh, Santa
0: remembers that, brother. Oh, I mean, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh sorry. You cannot see Santa. About... This is Santa's bald spot. Oh, shit. <laughs> the best
2: part about that segment was, was Brian Christopher coming out, skipping. <laughs> you see that? Santa just got his ass whooped.
0: That was the best part about that whole thing. No, 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 no! That was the worst day of Santa's life. Cain, oh, this is yeah. why Cain has made the naughty list every year for his entire life because he's been a whiny little bitch <laughs> since he was since he was young, and that is why God burned him in that house and made him ugly. Okay, and he has only recently redeemed himself and gotten onto Santa's nice list. However. I'm not going to go there. It's not a political show. Uh, wow. <laughs> uh, congratulations to the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Uh, um, uh, I, I don't even know what else to go with this. Do you want to just start singing?
2: Uh, sure. All I mean, right. If All both right. Can. I know my voice is shit, too. Oh, well,
0: You got to go, buddy. You got to go. All right. Okay. <laughs> so Trevor. No. Santa. No. Oh, something happened. He Oh, he's back. This is this is going to be a wonderful show for the listeners this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh so Santa would like to ask you, Trevor, you must sing I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus in the voice of Paul Heyman. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> um, let's see. <clears throat> oh
2: yes, I don't know if I can do Paul Heyman.
0: Just try it with uh, me. Just say Barack Lesnar. <laughs> Barack Lesnar.
2: Um. Let's see. I don't think I can do that. I can try it though. All right. right who are you singing it? Well, whoever you want me to sing
0: Santa will sing um, in anyone's voice. I am Santa. I am
2: Santa. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hmm. Now, you know, I don't think I should give you one that you can actually do. None. Uh. Let's see. Oh, okay. Um Stephen Pritchard. Who? Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard? That's said Stephen Pritchard, Lord. I knew somebody named Stephen Pritchard. Sorry. Bruce Pritchard.
0: Oh, about the way, Who the fuck is Stephen Pritchard? I can't do him. Uh, I knew someone named Stephen Pritchard, sorry. I grew up with him. Um Well, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Underneath that mistletoe. Last night and and you know what? You know what, Conrad? (laughs) I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Oh, I need to pull up the lyrics. One second. I should pull
2: Yeah, I don't remember the lyrics. Hold up, let me do the same.
0: Yeah, this is amazing live uh experience. Okay, here we go. So it goes like this. Are we singing together or no 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 I'm I'm singing I'll sing in the Bruce Pritchard voice and you gotta find a way to sing in Paul Heyman's voice. Gotcha. This is amazing Christmas caroling that's about to happen to you. Well, should I do Bruce Pritchard or should I do um, um, uh, Brother Love? Which one?
2: Both are hilarious. Do, do
0: Brother Love. Okay.
1: I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus underneath that mistletoe last night <laughs> she didn't see me oh, we just doing the first verse down the stairs to have a peep <laughs> she thought that I was all tucked up in my bedroom fast asleep <laughs> then I saw so, mommy Tickle. You know, Santa Claus. You know. Underneath his beard so snowy
0: white. Oh, you know. Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, Paul Heyman, you're up. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, so where did you uh, where did you get to? My G, just sing so the first just just sing it just start singing. Yeah, I just
2: want to know where I, where I should stop.
0: That's all. Well, wow. yeah. just, just start singing and we'll we'll know when you have to stop. Don't worry. Just, it's okay. It's not that deep. Just go. I was just wondering. Fuck you. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: Cole. Adam Cole, baby.
2: <laughs> my name is Paul Heyman. <laughs> and uh let's see. I saw my client kissing Santa Claus underneath the mistletoe last night. And this isn't this this is a prediction. This is
0: a spoiler. This isn't a spoiler I love how you can't do the voice. But you just threw it. I saw I my
1: client kissing Santa. Can
0: you imagine Brock Lesnar making out with Santa Claus. What a weird! <laughs> that would be. That would be. That would be something though. I I'd support it. But that'd be something, wouldn't it?
2: Because like, I, I can't do his voice. i never could do his voice.
0: Oh, how about Dust? Oh, Dusty. Give me a Dusty singing this. D- D- I know. D- I know you can do a Dusty. <clears throat> Baby, ugh. I I thong.
2: Mama kissing Santa Claus, baby. Underneath the Mr. Toe last night, Michael. Tony, Tony, let me tell you. She didn't see me creep down the stairs to have a peep, baby. She thought I was all tucked up in my bedroom, fast asleep, child, let me tell you. Then I saw Mama tickle Santa Claus underneath his bed, so snowy white. Bobby, when I tell you, Oh, what a laugh would have been if if Daddy could have only seen Mama kissing Santa Claus last night!
0: <laughs> wow, that was that was much that was much better. That was much better. <laughs> I'm so glad I went with Dusty on that one. Um CC in the chat is apparently loving this. Shame on you both. two sick guys singing christmas carols this is amazing it's absolutely amazing (laughs) you can get wonderful junk and trash like this every week if you hit that like button subscribe and hit that notification bell so you get notified whenever new videos release what else did anyone else say they want to sing he he, see us sing? oh trevor can you sing rock around the christmas tree in hulk hogan's voice
2: now, ho- now, Rock Around the Christmas Tree, I don't really know
0: the words. Look that. It, Look see. up the words. They, they, we got Google. Man, brother, you can't say I don't know the words. Because you oh, know brother, what? Brother, brother. You can know the words, brother. <laughs> oh, brother, brother. Here, how about this, brother? I'll sing it in Hogan's voice. You'll
2: sing Hogan's voice?
0: Okay. I'll, I'll sing Rock Around the Christmas Tree in Hogan's voice. That's what the, that's what the people want. They want me to get over, Brother, <laughs> brother, brother. Brother, brother. Brother. Brother.
2: Let's see. Here we go. You about to say it? Oh, I got it, brother.
0: <laughs> Alright,
1: brother. Um, brother, brother.
0: Oh, brother. I'm rocking
1: around the cri- I'm rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party. Hop! Mistletoe <laughs> hung where you can see it. Every couple tries to stop. Rock around the Christmas tree. <laughs> Let the Christmas spirit ring. Later we'll have some pumpkin pie, and we'll do some Carol and Mean Gene.
2: <laughs> brother, do, do the second vo- verse in Macho Man.
0: Oh, okay. You you never want me to get well. Oh well, God. I mean if you, if you can't
2: if you can't, oh, don't brother, we'll it.
0: do it. Oh God, oh I look like Mordecai.
2: <laughs> you do. I
0: look like yeah. Uh, if if you can physically do it, no, I'll do, do it. it. Just if you give can 2nd don't worry
2: oh, about
1: it. Oh yeah, oh yeah,
2: oh yeah. The cup of coffee in the big. I know coffee. that's your favorite to do.
1: Oh yeah. oh yeah, let's do it. Oh my, my hair looks immaculate right now. Yeah. Um, oh. so we'll rock around the Christmas tree. Yeah. At the time, at the oh, let's restart it there, brother. I got some work. I can uh, do two takes now? Rock around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe hung where you can see. But Liz, you better not stop. Underneath that (laughs) mistletoe, that is. Rock around the Christmas tree. Let the Christmas spirit ring like the Macho King's very blingy Let's just ring. Later we'll have some pumpkin pie, and we'll do some caroling. You'll get a sentimental feeling when you That's hear not... <laughs> voices sing and let's be jolly. Deck the halls with bows of holly. Rocking around the Christmas tree, having a crappy holiday. Everybody's dancing merrily, but Hulk, you better stay away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is is actually getting. This is shit, but it's hilarious. (laughs) This is is (laughs) great. Oh, and I gotta think of a song for you to do now. You're not doing. You're not doing rock around the Christmas tree. Ooh. Oh, that
2: okay.
0: I want you to. This is gonna be hilarious. I want you to okay. sing Silent Night, Silent Night. This the, of the Christmas okay. Silent Night, Holy Night. I want you to sing All that. Night. I want you to sing that in the voice of Triple H. <laughs> Ah shit! Oh, you, you, it's so easy to do a Triple H, and people have so many different interpretations. Really I'm excited to see what you come up with.
2: Ah uh, shit! I used to, I used to make fun of Triple H all the time. All right, let's see. Make sure I remember it.
1: Yeah.
2: <coughs> let's do it. Come on. Uh, so, uh okay, the game. Silent night, holy night. All is come I don't know what the fuck I'm doing.
1: <laughs> you, you were doing so great, and you just stopped. Oh, what?
2: Okay, you were right, doing okay. so great. All,
1: it? It? You, you All is game. come All is bright, cause
2: I am the game. Round, young virgin, mother and child. Holy infant, tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, because
0: Stephanie is with the kids. Sleep in heavenly peace,
1: because I amazing. am the
0: game. I'm, I'm having the time of my life doing this. <laughs> I got one more song for you to do. Do you have anything you want me to do? Because I, 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 uh, I, uh, I owe you one. <laughs> like This is hilarious. Let's see.
2: Uh, A good one. Uh, Let's see. You know what? Little Drummer Boy. Little Drummer Boy. You want me to You know to what? Sing? No, I'll make it easier. I'll make it easier. No, I'll no. no.
0: I I'll, i mean, I can do that, but. Little Drummer Boy, and since you
2: mentioned it earlier, your boy from the Bronx.
0: Which one? I got a bunch of boys from uh, bro. the Bronx. Oh, Bro. Bro. Oh my! He's not even from the Bronx. He's he's just from New York or New Jersey. I don't know, bro. Uh, okay, I'm not so sure which he's from. though. You want Vince Russo? Okay, so you want Vince Russo to sing um, to to sing "Little Drummer Boy." All right, cool. Yes. Let me pull up the <laughs> lyrics real quick because I definitely don't know the lyrics of "Little Drummer Boy."
2: I, I used to know them. Uh, how, how does the song go?
0: Uh, and let me get the rhythm here. Oh, this um, is the bum-bum-bum. Oh, oh the, yeah, no, I've bro, got bro, 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 these bro. gifts there up in my bum. Well, yeah. Okay. Bro, 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 yeah. Oh, okay,
2: up in you. my bum.
0: <laughs> bro, Vince Russo singing Little Drummer Boy, bro. Little Drummer, bro. All right, bro, let's go. Let's go and sing this. It's going to be huge, bro. Come, they told me, ba ro ro ro, ro a new-born king to see, bro, 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 bro. To lay before the
1: king, bro, 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 bro. Bro, bro, bro. Bro, bro, So to honor him, bro,
0: bro, 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 we when we can, bro, 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 bro. Lou Judy Bagua on a pole, po po bro, 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 bro. And it's going to be it's going to be amazing. You never seen anything like it, bro. Going to be huge, bro. It's going to be Merry huge. Christmas, you filthy animals. And a this happy is New Year.
1: <laughs> That's um, <is> great. <laughs>
0: all right, all right. Since I had, since I had to do that, uh, I think I still owe you one after this, but I want you to sing Oh, sing jingle bells. Okay. Sing jingle bells in the voice of Excalibur slash Mojo Jojo. <laughs> I don't even think you, you should have to look up the, the lyrics for this. No. Jing, no. jing- no. bell, jing, or oh, no, no. Nick-a-bell. Dashing no, through, the through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Nick-a-bell. Come on. okay, everyone, so. everyone, Come on, you got it. All
2: right. This Friday night, dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh, on the field we go, Laughing all the way, ha ha ha, ha. Bells about to ring, <laughs> making spirits bright. And on Friday night, I mean and on, and on, and on Saturday night,
0: <laughs> making spirits um, Shit, I, 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 I got I got it from here. I got it from dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Yeah, all I couldn't get the rest I forgot laughing all song. the way, ha ha! But then on Friday night, we're gonna have. I don't even know. It's just gone to shit from there. I, yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't remember the rest of the song. All right. La- uh, all right. I, I owe you one more, and then I think we can, we can put this I to rest. I think we can be done. Yes. Yeah. Even though this is probably the most fun I've had in a while. This is, the fun- <laughs> is one of the funniest things you've done. It's the funniest thing for us on the show. It's like the worst thing I think anyone who's ever watched the show is ever going to see.
2: <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, Let's do it. Let's do an easy
0: one. Give me anything. I I'll do a voice that's not even wrestling. Give me anything. I got it. I'm a, I'm the man of a million voices.
1: The man of a million
0: voices.
2: Uh I can't even think of a, a, a voice besides wrestling stuff. Um Mark. <laughs> let's see. Oh, okay. Well you're saving that for you're saving that for Christmas. So What am I I Christmas? do I say for Christmas? The Grinch? The how, the Hopkins. I'm not doing say, the Hopkins. I gonna yeah, say I don't No, no. That's if they're lucky. If they're lucky.
0: If they're lucky.
2: Okay. Uh hmm. So you can do impressions, huh?
0: right. I'm pretty sure I can do impressions.
2: Okay, let's see. Uh how about Morgan Freeman? Okay. Can you do can you do Okay, Morgan uh, Freeman. Hey,
0: hey, hey, hey. Oh, Morgan Freeman's easy.
2: Yeah, he is, actually. Um
0: singing give me a song what's a good one what's a good Christmas song uh don't even ask me a Christmas song can you give me more? Uh, um, Morgan Freeman we'll sing anything you want Morgan. you know what let's do Morgan
2: Freeman singing Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer stay in stay in the Christmas theme <clears throat>
0: Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very (laughs) tiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you could even say it glows. Now, all of the other reindeer used to call Andy Dufresne names. They never let poor Andy play in any reindeer games. But then one foggy Christmas Eve, me dressed as God came to say, Andy Dufresne with your nose so bright would you help me escape from jail tonight
1: i have been morgan freeman reading this song
0: oh shit this has been something this has been something <laughs> no one else enjoyed this but we did If no
2: one else did, (laughs) it doesn't matter.
0: At least we did. Anything else? uh, Anything else you want to add, Trevor?
2: Dude, uh, guys, with all the rising of uh, COVID and things and stuff in life and everything going on, uh, hug your family a little tighter, love your friends a little longer, enjoy your holidays, and have a have a
0: happy, happy Christmas. Stay safe, stay healthy, uh, mask up, try to avoid please. going outside for now. It's gonna be, a, it's gonna be a rough few weeks, but please try to get through it. Uh, we've all, in in some way, been been faced with that, but try to get through it. Be safe, be healthy, enjoy life, and enjoy your family and everyone who's on this wonderful journey of life with us. Um, and and tell people you love them. Um, Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy everything. And if you're just putting your feet up to just chill and you're not celebrating anything and you're just enjoying the, the holiday, enjoy the hell out of it because exactly. you deserve it. Until next time, for Trevor, well, for Trevor, <laughs> I'm Rick <number laughs> Keep it real.